This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Welcome to the program. We've got Luke Rose, uh, Ivory Hours. You've heard Ivory Hours. Luke's been a guest on the show a number of times. He joins us not to talk about music, but to talk about a crazy experience he had this week. Hey, Luke. Good morning. How you doing, buddy? I am pretty good, you know, other than uh, this little situation. Explain to the Taz and Jim listeners what happened to you. So I had a laptop up on Kijiji, and I've had so much luck on Kijiji in the past because usually I'm selling stuff to other musicians, and that community is, like, very chill. But um, So then a guy showed up for it. It sounded, like, very legit in the conversation um, through Kijiji. Showed it to my door, asked to look at it, and just snatched it and ran away with it, basically. And I ended up chasing this guy to a car around the corner, and... uh and he got away, and then I've been trying to tried to trace down the license plate and stuff with no avail, and now I'm just trying to warn people about it. Oh man, that's crazy! At what point, like, was it? Did he have the thing in his hand before you even had a chance to get a bad feeling about the dude? I just kind of wasn't in it mentally. Like, I've been working on some music, and then, uh, like, the other red flag was I had told him to meet me at the end of my driveway because he's got a bunch of dogs, and they go crazy when people knock on the door, and we've got a a young kid here, so um, I generally try and meet people out there, and he knocked on the door, which is usually, like, I was kind of taken off guard because then the dogs are yelling, and then uh, opened it, and, like, he seemed kind of sketchy, but then I also tried not to judge people too much because sometimes you sell stuff to, like, really strange people, and it's not not a big deal. Yeah. Was the guy um, wearing, like, a COVID mask so you couldn't really get a look at him, too? Yeah, he's wearing a mask. That's the other thing, too, is, like, it's harder to read people like that, too, because everybody's Face is covered. Usually the guy's licking his lips when he's about to steal a laptop from you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He got in the car, and you you were able to get your phone out, and you did get some pictures of the vehicle, right? I did, yeah. After the the chase was honestly, like, looking back, it's kind of hilarious, because I was wearing my moccasins, and they just went... (laughs) flying off because I'm just going a million miles after this guy yelling obscenities. Like, I kind of wish I had a video of that because it would be pretty hilarious. Yeah. And, and it's, you uh, want to catch the guy, but at the same time, like, who knows? You saw that crazy in London, Ontario. There's a car dealership where the guy was willing to run over the guy working at the dealership to steal a BMW. So you never know what these thieves are prepared to do in order to get away, right? So it's almost right, better that you yeah. don't catch them. No, I know that's the thing, and especially as soon as I didn't know he had a car waiting there, and then as soon as you see that, it's like okay, now it's two people, and yeah. kind of like altercation, and could turn into anything. And I'm not really into getting shot over a laptop, so yeah. they got away. You couldn't do the find your find your uh, laptop. No, it, it was it was wiped because I was selling it, unfortunately. So that was an opportunity, and then um, yeah, it turns out they're using stolen plates. So like they're obviously very committed. This oh, game, so you is, did get a picture because I saw the picture on the news article and it looked ca- kind of blurry. I was like, "Can they make it out?" Uh, but it's no. Stolen. Actually, we had some people, like some friends, went and took in Photoshop and like you know enhance yeah, <laughs> CSI style. <laughs> and uh, so we got pretty close to that end. Anyway, it's just uh, somebody ran the ran the plate and. Yeah. Uh, and we've talked about this on the show. Criminals seem to know that basically because of COVID, you get charged with anything. Even if you get caught, you're getting let out, right? It's catch and release oh, really, right now. they're not even holding people yeah. up. Right. So, and that's the worst is because, yeah, people are just taking advantage of that. And 
I don't really care about recovering my stuff at this point. It's just that I just hate that they're out there just operating with impunity. It's so annoying to me. We're glad you're okay. And just another warning, use extreme caution if you're buying and selling anything online. What is this cocaine bear nonsense, Jim, that you sent me? This is one of these movie titles that before it's even made, starts making the rounds on the internet and starts going viral. And yes, this is a movie in production called Cocaine Bear. Based on a true story. Live action? Animated? Do we know? I I, I think it's a Pixar vehicle. Um, <laughs> I, I, I I think it's live action. Uh, it's But it, it, it could be animated. You never know because Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who did the Lego movie, are set to produce it. But basically, it's based on a true story where a bear, I, I don't know the full story, but I guess a bear found a cocaine drop where people will illegally you know, fly low over somewhere, drop a bale of cocaine for somebody to pick it up later. Mm-hmm. A bear found it first, ingested a bunch of cocaine. And then had some wild adventures? And, you know, who knows where, did he go to Vegas? I don't know. I think I think they did find the, the bear dead later. I don't know what happened in between necessarily, but this is the story in film, the film version of that story. I wonder if the bear will be the central character or it'll be about the people involved. Like it'll be the drug dealers and the police yeah, yeah. and this will be like the climax or something. Yeah, the bear will, will play a small role, but it'll just be uh, more, more human character driven. Yeah, like in the TV show version of Fargo, the UFO makes a couple of appearances and uh-huh. it doesn't, it, all it does is chaotically change the story for the people who saw it. Yeah. So maybe the bear just, yeah, makes a couple cameos and, you know, kills a guy at the last moment who's about to kill the good guy or something and takes off. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. I want it to be, I, the, I like the animated idea. <laughs> I want a CG animated uh, movie about a bear doing cocaine. Like a Bojack Horseman, maybe like he's down on his luck, you know, it goes... Has some meet some bad friends. He tries to he tries to unload the duffel bag. You know how is he going to distribute the cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> like a bear, Scarface. He yeah, wears a white yeah. suit with a big black collar. And the park ranger is the police, basically chasing him and his buddies around, right. trying to bust him. That's one heck of a picnic basket. <laughs> Experts say that the bear probably died within twenty minutes of ingesting the cocaine, Jim. Yeah, but what a 20 minutes that was. <laughs> yeah. The movie's not going to start with him finding the cocaine, Taz. That's what it's going to lead up to, oh, you know? Okay. So we'll get to know the day-to-day uh, pre-cocaine lifestyle that the bear was leading. Yeah. Before he... he before he breaks de- bad. Before he develops his addiction. Uh, Manny, yesterday was your birthday, and you went and got your first registered massage. How was it? Uh, honestly, I didn't feel... <laughs> Tim's laughing because I'm making it sound like you've gotten other massages, just <laughs> never a registered one. This is your first legal massage. But it was your first, first massage, right? Yeah. Um, it, was, it was kind of bizarre, I'm not going to lie, because I didn't feel any better. I didn't feel any worse. It was just kind of like, oh. Was it okay. soothing while it was happening? I mean, maybe your back didn't feel better, but did you enjoy the process? Uh, it was tiring, honestly. <laughs> I actually almost fell asleep, I think, but... I wasn't like relaxed. I guess you. I guess you could say. Was it because a stranger was touching you? Do you think if you went a couple times, you'd be able to relax? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I wasn't sure what to expect at first, right? But um, maybe if I go again, like maybe uh, maybe mm. it'll be different. Did you have to do the small talk or? 
Um, <laughs> so the guy's stomach made a sound. The guy's? And, oh, it was a guy? Yeah. Oh, that's, it's, you know, that's, you know, that's a classic Seinfeld episode, right? I, I have gotten a massage from a guy before, and let me tell you, you want to talk deep tissue, this dude. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. If I'm you, sure. If you're sore, if you are you have back pain, you don't care who's massaging you as long as they're doing it right. Mm-hmm. But so, I, I do know some people that will only get a massage from the opposite sex, and I do know some people who only get a massage from someone of the same sex. I haven't, I wasn't really sure who was going to, who's going to do it, but um, on the, uh, so it was a surprise the, when you when you showed up. Yeah, you're like, yeah. <laughs> but on the note of small talk, um, his stomach made a weird noise, and I was like, "Oh, I guess you're hungry, eh?" I got some Domino's in the car. <laughs> you want to order a pizza? <laughs> what are you doing after yeah, this? Yeah, who needs the massage oil? Just use the grease from the meat lovers. Oh, they didn't tell you that. They didn't mm-hmm. ask. They because sometimes the massage oh. therapy place will say, "Are you okay?" Uh, with a guy, are you okay with a woman while well, you're booking your massage? But they just said, okay, your massage appointment's at this time. You yeah, showed with this up. Person. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a that's an odd because it's tough, you know, because it's not a sexual thing, massage, obviously. No. and there's nothing wrong with a guy cutting your hair or washing your hair in the barbershop too. But right. you know, some people just prefer. Uh, you know, well, I don't. Well, <laughs> no wonder you couldn't relax if you were expecting <laughs> to go in there and have a woman massage you, and no, you showed up and though. it was a guy. Yeah, yeah. I hmm. I just didn't have any idea what to expect because I was like, okay, well, I Manny mean, all of a sudden pretends he has coronavirus, starts sneezing and coughing. <laughs> oh no! You gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's a tough way to experience your first massage. Yeah, happy birthday, Manny. That Thanks, sounds guys. like you had a, a real nice day. Hey, have you ever had to deal with noisy neighbors, Jim? I think I've been mostly the noisy neighbor, to be honest. In Australia. Some neighbors were fed up with the noises coming from next door, so they wrote a lengthy note, a passive-aggressive note. Always works, right, to resolve a conflict? (laughs) (laughs) A note was posted on Reddit by the the noisy neighbors who received it, so I don't think they were taking it too seriously. (laughs) Dear noisy neighbors, your walls are paper thin. We were woken up this morning around 12.30 a.m. to the sounds of... Canine-style, body-clapping-sounding sex with loud moaning and groaning. Please, please, please close your windows when you have sex (laughs) because it's not sexy at all. If this happens again, we're going to call you in for noise uh, control and name-shame you on our local community Facebook group. Sorry, that's passive-aggressive? There are recovering sex addicts and porn addicts living in the apartments next to you who would appreciate that you keep any nudity and sexcapades to a, a respectful level. I, yeah, you could have left that out. I don't know. <laughs> who is that? Don't how do you, you know, know? Don't you know how many porn addicts are living in this building? I can tell you how many. At least one. Me. It, it almost makes it like this couple's going to have louder sex now, you'd imagine. Yeah, open the window a, a little wider. But you should, like, why is the window? I, mean, I, guess, I guess maybe it's getting hot in there, you need a breeze, but you should have some respect. And who knows, maybe they're just making, uh, you know, kneading some dough for fresh bread. <laughs> that could be the <laughs> slapping and clapping. Yeah, yeah. Hey! Mmm. Mmm. Mm. This bread is going to be delicious. I like when I put my fists in it. Yeah, let's get it. Go- let's work it out. Roll it. It 
So soft. Yeah, I, I, I don't see the, the problem being resolved with the letter. No, it probably has made things worse. Uh-huh. Every window is going to be open in that place tonight. <laughs> Royal drama! <laughs> Update. Harry and Meghan, they really caused a stir by sitting down with Oprah this past week. And uh, it is hilarious to me how much English people, the Brits, care about this stuff, man. It got so heated on uh, on Good Morning Britain that Piers Morgan walked off in the middle of the show and he's ended up quitting his job over this thing, Jim. Yeah, that, that's some awkward television. <laughs> the whole thing just went on forever and you could see him slowly getting more and more uncomfortable. Yeah, Piers Morgan, we all know him. He was on The Apprentice. He took over for Larry King for a while in, in, in the U.S., um, he is one of the hosts of Good Morning Britain, and one of his co-hosts disagreed with how he keeps ranting against Meghan Markle. I understand that you don't like Meghan Markle. You've made it so clear a number of times on this program, and I understand that you've got a personal relationship with Meghan Markle or had one, and she cut you off. She's entitled to cut you off if she wants to. Has she said anything about you since she cut you off? I don't think she has, but yet you continue to trash her. Okay, I'm done with this. No, no, no. Sorry, no. Oh, Sorry. Do you know what? That's pathetic. You can trash me, maybe not my. No, own no, no, no. See I'm, you later. I'm being. Sorry, can't this do this. This is absolutely diabolical behaviour. I'm sorry, but Pierce spouts off on a regular basis and we all have to sit there and listen. 6.30 to 7 o'clock yesterday was incredibly hard to watch. He has the ability to come in here and talk from a position where he doesn't fully understand. Okay. And I'm absolutely... I think we need to, I, I th- I no. think we need to just all oh. take a break. Yeah, let's go to commercial. Pierce walked off the set. I, I just love this kind of stuff because I've, I've worked with someone who's thrown a hissy fit in the middle of a show and walked out before. Oh, dear. For something even more trivial. Mm. <laughs> it is when you see them going out at, at the co-host. Obviously, these two people do not like each other. <laughs> yeah, you can tell it was like building up for a while and it, like almost like before the show started, they're getting at each other and it was just waiting to get to this point. It, well, the crazy thing is that Piers Morgan... He does. He he has a relationship or had a relationship with Meghan Markle when she first came to the UK. He had a couple drinks with her and and thought they really hit it off. Well, here, this he he he's trashing Meghan now, but initially he was talking about how much he loves the show Suits and how much he loves Meghan Markle. We sat in this pub for 90 minutes. I never met her. And we sat and we just talked about life and the universe and we talked about everything. But I really liked her. You know, I'm just sad I lost her as a friend. It's like, Harry, you, know, you could have thought of me here, buddy. <laughs> you really? Um, you're quite bitter about this. Well, I'm not bitter, just sad. <laughs> yes. I just thought we were friends. But I, I, I get it because the moment it became serious, there's no way Harry wants Meghan Markle anywhere near media people. It doesn't mean I haven't ruled out that I might get an invite to the wedding. So you haven't yet? <laughs> no, but I just think Meghan will be sitting there thinking, you know what, I owe that guy one. I really owe that what guy What does she one. owe you? She owes me an invitation to the wedding to make up for cutting me dead. <laughs> what a wiener. <laughs> he got ghosted by Meghan Markle. Had drinks with uh, with Piers Morgan. Met Harry a couple days later. He, she she never contacted Piers again. And uh, it seems like yeah, he held it against her a little bit. This whole thing seems like high school. A hundred percent. Well, that's the latest royal drama.
What uh, did you do outside to enjoy the nice weather? I I walked my dog, and speaking of my dog, uh, all the snow in my backyard is melting, and oh, it no. is not good. It is gross. Turd central. Yeah. So, um, and everything's still uh, soggy. All of it. So yeah, I, I took the shovel and probably probably picked up twenty five. Uh, different incidents, and uh, and there's still more to go. There's still more. There's still some snow out there. Does Bruce the dog keep it localized, or is he just going all over the entire yard? Like he wants to, he wants to mark every square inch of his territory. There, he's for some reason he's got two favorite spots. There's sporadic uh, landmines throughout the yard too, but he's got one that's like right next to the gate that's near the front door or the side door of our house where we let him out all the time, so he can't wait anymore. You want to try and get the stuff while it's still frozen, right? Yeah, too late. Too late. It's, it's already... Uh, yeah. Like, because the weather was so warm yesterday. Yeah, like uh, like 20 degrees tomorrow with rain. That's going to be a gross situation in a lot of pet owners' backyards. Yeah, and then the grass looks... Like, the grass is all dead, so it's really hard to spot the ones, too. So it's like, I can't bring my boots inside anymore. I have to leave my boots by my door. <laughs> I, don't trust, I don't trust the bottoms of them anymore. Is that mud? I don't know. <laughs> Not worth it. <laughs> Is it true what Soundgarden says? The grass is always greener <laughs> where the dogs are. They pretend it's shedding. We yeah, all no, know. We, we all know it's not shedding. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't noticed because none of the grass is growing yet. But uh, let us know. Keep an eye on that. I did put it in. Like I put it away in the uh, the leaf bag, like the paper bag. So maybe I could keep it in there for a while. Respread it in the garden or maybe in some uh, dead spots. <laughs> Save some money. Some people are saying, great idea, Jim. Okay. Other people are saying, no, don't do it. Dog poo makes terrible fertilizer. Why? I don't know. It's not the right kind of poop. I thought it was all all the same. I guess not. If it was all the same, uh, why would we have toilets? No, I think, haven't you seen the, what's that Mars movie with Matt Damon? Oh, the poop potatoes. <laughs> The Potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. The movie Potatoes. Yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one? Mr. Potato Head? Um, it's no, just like, Potato Head now, Jim. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, I thought, you know, I didn't think there, they, I didn't think the grass determined, like, what was acceptable fertilizer or not. I thought it all had nitrates in it and it all did the job. Well, do an experiment. This is the only solution here is you're going to have to spread your dog's poop over half of your garden. Yep. Okay. And uh, some of mine, and some of your poop on the yep. other, <laughs> and then some of the compost. Let's bust some myths here. <laughs> Don't smoke the weed from Jim's garden. <laughs> <laughs> it's extra skunky for some reason. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.